guys, how's it going? Welcome back to another episode of SoCal Watch Reviews, episode 45. 45, P. Yes, How sir. you doing? How you doing today, man? Yo, I'm here, man. I'm in the gang, pumped up. Let's do it. That's awesome, man. Almost 50. Five more. Almost. Five more to go. Almost. We'll get there. We'll get there. But hey, something something cool happened. So we have... Um, uh, somebody on the show that's been supporting like every show you know they 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 leave comments and on my instagram story they they leave some positive advice all the time so it's like hey you know what let's do something a little different let's let's bring somebody that actually listens to the show and they have a really nice collection and just kind of talk watches you know just just one of the boys so you want to it, it's it's becoming customary now to do like a, a p ross introduction because my introductions are extremely boring so p ross Take it away. Who do we have on the show today? <laughs> <laughs> it's true. My my things are just yeah. We got um yeah. But P Ross is just you sprinkle that that goodness on their name and <laughs> who they are and yo. We have Jeremy. You know what I mean. His Instagram is Time Peace Love in the <laughs> building on the SoCal Watch Reviews podcast. What's going on, Jeremy? What's going on? What's going on? Happy to happy to be here. I appreciate that. That was a really nice intro. Hey, I do I do my best, man. I do my best. <laughs> so so how you doing, Jeremy? Thank you so much for joining us. I, I'm doing well, man. I really appreciate it. I'm honored that you guys wanted me to be a guest. Um, you know, it's actually my first interview period. So there you go. That's you know? awesome, man. That's awesome. You are in the United States, correct? For everybody mm-hmm. listening. Yes, I'm in New Jersey. That's awesome. That's Shout awesome. out to Jersey. Shout out to Jersey. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for coming on. It's it's pretty exciting. And it's nice to put a a, a face to the name per se. I mean, I, I keep seeing, I, I know what you look like because you have your picture on Instagram, but it's different chatting with you. And, yeah. and, and, you know, now you get to see the behind the scenes, the glamour that goes on at SoCal Watcheries. <laughs> yeah. Nothing glamorous, but whatever. We're just real people. We're just... Um, you know, making our way through this whole watch journey, man, we have had some pretty amazing guests, um, you know, people that we didn't think we could have like brand owners. That was crazy that they actually wanted to talk to us. So that was cool. But we would be nowhere if it wasn't for people like you really like supporting us, listening to the show, commenting. It's it's like we, we basically yeah, preaching or talking to nobody. So thank you so much for the support, man. <laughs> thank you, guys. Absolutely. So before, Absolutely. before we move forward, I know you got a you got a heavy collection, and I am very interested to know what you're wearing today. So what what's on your wrist? So today I am wearing my Pam four two two Panorama. Mm. I have it on almost all the time, so it's it's almost like this has hogged up the wrist time from a lot of the other pieces. But I, you know, love it. Always have it on. Is that your first Panorama? Your Yes. So this okay. is my first Panerai. Um, this actual piece, I wanted Panerai for over 15 years and, and it was always like my, gra- one of my grails. And okay. uh, just, just last November, I, I, you know, made the decision to just get the one I wanted. That's awesome. Right on, right on. Yeah. yeah. I love, I love the, the display case backs on, on, on the Pams. I know you have like a, a picture on your Instagram where you're wearing it like <laughs> upside down just to show the movements. Pretty yeah, cool. I, I, I make it in, I make it in every Friday thing. It's, I didn't start it. I didn't start case back Fridays, but I've embraced it. And I, every single Friday I, I create a different case back Friday shot with it. And, and some people follow along, they tag me and it's, it's a fun, it's a fun Friday. 
That's cool. cool. Maybe we should join P, but you gotta yeah. have like a, a a cool watch that has a cool display case back. Right, right. <laughs> hey, it doesn't have to be sneaker case back to be sexy though. That's true. That is very true. Well, that's a that's a nice watch, and hopefully we'll we'll talk a little bit more about your collection and and what it means to you and all that. But uh, P Ross, what you got on? Venice Timex Marlin from nineteen eighty. Very nice. Very nice. It looks clean, man. Yes, sir. You and your vintage watches. Well, vintage. I am wearing my vintage Auris uh, pointer date that my mom got me on this really cool Strapco uh, strap. Um, I, I know you two gentlemen, let me just talk about it real quick, but Strapco or Strap, Straps Co. Good quality uh, straps. Uh, they're not sponsoring this podcast, by the way, but uh, good quality <laughs> straps. They send me some some in for review and I got some more in for review and yeah the video coming soon on that uh very excited to partner up with another strap company because obviously everybody knows the fastest way to get a new watch is to change the strap so we'll test them out we'll get back to you p ross is getting some i believe jeremy's gonna get some as well um yeah. i spoke to the owner so yeah we're all getting free straps so yay you're getting a strap <laughs> everyone no, gets a strap. everyone gets a strap but it'll be cool <laughs> it'll be cool to maybe in the future partner up with them have them on the show and maybe see if they want to do a, a giveaway to our audience that'd be pretty cool you know have like a little care package for our audience so yeah I'll, I'll contact them and they've been nothing but nice so yeah so anyways uh, before we move on, I'm I'm really curious to know what you guys think about the new uh, Speedy, the the Snoopy. I mean, uh, I want to get your take on it. I know people are pumped about it, and and it's gonna be really hard to get. From what I'm hearing, it's not a limited edition, but it is a limited production. And for the U.S., I think within I, I've heard mixed things, but the the most common thing I, I heard from Hodinkee from their website is that. I think only a thousand pieces are going to come to the U.S. And that's going to be in a matter of, I think, two years. So it's going to be really, really hard to get. So I want to hear you guys' thoughts on on the watch. Um, obviously, Speedy's a, a watch that I think we all like, but the Snoopy obviously is a little different. So, Jeremy, we'll start with you. What do you, what do you think of the new Snoopy? I was doing a lot of reading on it. I love it. I mean, to, it's the, the all the blue on it. Um, I love the little detail what, what really intrigued me was the back too was oh the, my goodness the uh, magic hand that they called it where right. snoopy travels to the dark the far side of the moon and the earth moves too and when the it's just i think it's pretty amazing and um i'm a big speedy fan I, i've never owned one i've had many friends that own it so you know that's one piece that i i would i would love to have in the collection if i was able definitely yeah no it's absolutely stunning absolutely stunning p ross me, when I first saw it, I was really intrigued by the blue. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I mean, I think I was kind of surprised when I saw it with the blue on it. Um, And like you said, the, the case back is so dope. I mean, ooh. ooh this, thing. <laughs> this thing is nice. I love Snoopy in the Conograph, too. You know what I'm saying? That's how 50th anniversary. You know, I'm, I'm a big Snoopy fan, so. He deserves just do. <laughs> yeah, well, there's just something about that. Um, it, it's like I, I love seeing movements, right, and and mm-hmm. the, the inside of a watch, but just to see something different, you know, something that's moving, but it's not the movement itself, the detail, the colors, the the thought behind it. Very, it's a very meaningful piece too. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. 
So I guess for people that don't haven't seen it or been living under a rock, we're talking about the Neo Mega Speedmaster Silver Snoopy Award. And this is the 50th anniversary to the Polo 13. The reference number on this guy is 310-32-42-50-02-001. Woo! Uh, diameter <laughs> 42 millimeters stainless steel, Dow colors, uh, silver. Actually, I heard, is it is it real silver? I think jeremy you did some reading it was a real silver on the dial i didn't i didn't read if it was real silver or i not. think it yeah. is because yes. it is, the, the, the yeah. silver dial is labor laser engraved yes. with it blah, is blah, 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 and features our favorite beagle as an embossed silver medallion <laughs> on the mm-hmm. blue sub dial at the nine o'clock yeah no for sure for sure only 50 meter water resistance i know they could do better that's kind of my only gripe with that uh price uh it's a little over nine thousand dollars to the ninety six hundred and the movement they did put a newer movement than the older speedy uh snoopies which is a 3161 chronograph manual wine of course and it is meta certified and i love omega when they do that quality movements you know you're going to get something good Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, that case back is insane. I mean, to have, mm-hmm. I, I believe the, the earth spins continuously as mm-hmm. the seconds uh, spin, but the Snoopy only engages, goes from one side of the moon, I guess, if you will, to the other side when you press the chronograph. And it mm. takes them a total of 14 seconds to do that. And the reason behind it, I think we all know the story. Back in the days, so Apollo 13, they used their speedy to time uh, the fuel, the fuel burn uh, to get back to Earth. And they only had 14 seconds to do so. That is why uh, the younger iteration, uh, part two Snoopy, the all white one, which is probably my favorite more than this one, had on the dial what can you do in 14 seconds and same thing for this one mm-hmm. i mean the, the knot of 14 seconds it takes a trajectory from one place to the other is very cool i mean it's very thoughtful and it's something that you as a watch nerd would definitely know and maybe somebody else wouldn't know um to be honest with you i like the second iteration like i said the all white snoopy because the snoopy looked kind of like the the newer snoopy this looks more like the old school snoopy but this is cool because it's almost like what was on the actual medallion from nasa Mm -hmm. which is pretty cool but i don't know i I love it (laughs) what you think about the strap that come on it it's nice it's awesome man it's awesome and you know what um uh this is coming up on the show too and i'm probably saying too much i i was gonna keep it to myself but (laughs) there is a watch not a watch company a strap company out there they're actually based in australia and it's called artham straps i don't know if you guys ever heard of artham straps they're based out of australia they actually contacted me and they're sending in a strap for review and it's only one but their straps cost almost 90 bucks each and it's a sail cloth uh, Mm. strap and is very very reminiscent of this speedmaster so i'm excited to get my hands on it because anybody that owns a speedy or something like expensive watches like jeremy I mean, you want to put a quality strap on your watch yeah. and to have us, yeah. you know, have right. you had, have you had some negative experiences, Jeremy, with like cheap straps on your watch that you're like, man, I have this, you know, few thousand dollar watch and I got this cheap strap. For I, I actually, you know, it's funny. I never, I never bought a cheap strap for the Panerai or I never even dove into the straps for the Rolex yet or anything, but I have bought cheap straps for, you know, some of the Seikos I have. And I mean, you get what you pay for. I mean, yeah, stick, you 100%. something off. Uh, 
I mean, it's just, you know, it's not as comfortable. It doesn't wear well. You could, you can tell, you know, you could really tell. You get what you pay for. Right. Absolutely. I think my biggest right for me is like the NATOs, man. It's like, um, I, I have owned several natives from from companies that we all know, and then also from like eBay because I was cheap when I first started mm-hmm. collecting. I, I mean, I was like, dang, I already spent a lot of money on this watch. I'm not about to spend fifty bucks on a NATO or thirty bucks on a NATO, or whatever. So I ended up getting some Chinese natives. They all come from China anyway, but the the <laughs> the ones straight from China and man, yeah, they're so uncomfortable. And after a while, they kind of like really start to dig into your wrists and mm-hmm. and uh, you know, like a company like Mora. I don't know if you ever had a chance to check out Mora straps. M O R A. I I recommend great them. straps, great oh, straps, goodness. and they're the they're. Pro- also- the- the problem with some of these straps is they either too short, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And and after a while they start to come apart. You know what I mean? Like yeah. and you gotta burn the edges and all that shit. Yeah. Right. Well, yeah. I, re- I recently did a did a, a collab video on, on my channel with Richie, Richie straps. So look, they're they're great straps, video, by the way. Great video. I appreciate it. Their straps are not um high end by any means or stretch the imagination but what you get for say for instance the uh the nato or the uh, canvas they're less than 15 bucks like 14 something and they're decent quality you know but the only you you hit the nail on the head p that for the nato it's 10.5 um centimeters long and centimeters millimeters i don't even know what the inches i'm sorry inches 10.5 inches long and i have a six and seven eighth inch wrist and basically when i put it around my wrist it was kind of sticking out the the little end piece and i couldn't back and couldn't put it back into the keeper it was too short Mm. so i'm like what the heck like i have a wrist that i'm pretty sure it's like a normal size wrist nothing above or beyond average so i actually did a video that i haven't put out but i i recorded a video of me cutting the nato strap but it pissed me off because now it, it you know when the, when they cut the natos with the machine um obviously it does a clean job you know because it has heat treatment and everything so it makes it like a nice round edge but now because i burned it myself some edges are like bigger some edges are smaller so now when i wear it it kind of bugs me you know because when i when you know I, I it's a 22 millimeter so basically for the for the king diver you know right. when when i put it on this guy it's like the watch is beautiful but the nato just does not go with it you know so <laughs> yeah i mean i've had a couple natos um you know one of the ones i first tried when i first started trying natos was a uh, blue shark you guys oh. ever tried blue shark? Yeah. well you went with the expensive stuff <laughs> <laughs> I, i've heard some really good things about that yeah, yeah. what's crazy was just how soft and you know literally like an airplane seat belt just durable and yeah and true you know true comfort and then i've had some from from other brands and it cuts into your wrist a little bit the edges yeah you could tell i mean you could Mm -hmm. tell yeah no for sure well the mora straps i know it sounds like we're we're sponsored by them we're not he's just a really cool guy he has an amazing product they're on special i think still for like 16 16 bucks bucks. 16 believe me once once you go mora you don't want to go with another company they 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 don't have a huge selection of colors but the ones that jeremy if you ever get a chance to reach out to him or get one we recommend it he owns one i own one to people that we know it's definitely like that old saying quality over quantity 100%. 100%. So. 100%. And the the hardware that he uses is crazy. Like all solid stainless steel. Yeah. Like this does not feel like a $16 NATO. I mean, this, right. this, yeah, I mean, he was selling them for 40 bucks. 
but then I think he wanted to get rid of the stock and because he needs to introduce new colorways, new sizes. So he's he's kind of expanding his empire. Um, mm-hmm. And he's in the U.S. I think he's in Louisville. Louisville. Louisville, Louisville, Kentucky. Okay. Yes, sir. Yeah, for sure. So give, give him a shot. But anyway, I guess overall thoughts on the on the Speedy. If you could get one at retail, do so because I heard them quick. I mean, I'm... well, I, I can't wait till I get mine. <laughs> yeah, you're like right. yeah right no these, these things are crazy man like the the speedy the second generation the one i'm talking about it retail for i think less than nine but on the secondary mm. market now they're 15 20 000. and then this mm. one i heard that the people could they got deposits on them they're already reselling them for like 35 40 000 it's crazy i don't know what's going on in the world like Either people have too much money or people just don't have any common sense. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe a combination of both. <laughs> both. Both. <laughs> All right. What is it? What is it about our podcast that made you start continuing to listen? Yeah. So, I mean, it, it was like all about the community, too. I, I saw that, um, you know, King Watch, Joseph was getting interviewed and I was really intrigued by that too. And just hearing your guys' vibes, your honest questions, the um, <laughs> just feels like organic. I guess that's a good word for it. Organic, watch right. talk, a nice chill vibe. And, and it, it's very inviting to say, you know what, that was, that was a nice relaxing listen. I'm going to go to the next one and just really just, you know, it's almost like it's great to have on the drive. It's great to have on a bike ride. Um, and it's just honest questions honest conversation that's kind of what what got me to you guys cool yeah, i appreciate cool. that man Sounds yeah good. yeah we always we always appreciate honest uh feedback from anybody so if we're we're doing anything wrong or we're saying something we're not supposed to definitely call us out because we're not perfect by any means stretch of imagination oh. and we have had some people reach out you know and say hey you said this wrong like when we had eve you know about uh, the philippines and saying that it was a third world country, she some people got offended, you know, and they were like, "It's not a third I'm world Filipino. country." I'm Filipino, and, and I'm not ashamed to say that about my country. You know, I mean, we it's it's it is what it is. It is you know, it's, I'm not going to talk about that. <laughs> I'm Filipino, you know. I mean, sometimes when I'm with my Filipino friends, we joke around and say stuff like that, like, "Oh, third world country," you know. But yeah, you know, yeah. Some some people just. I guess I'm not going to say that some people are sensitive, but some people perceive things differently and we respect that. You know what I mean? But, but we appreciate you listening and and like really supporting. Like I said, if anybody else out there, open invitation as well. If you're, if you're a fan of the show, you have something to say, you think you could um, entertain people or whatever. uh, Yeah. Just shoot us a DM and, uh, and we'll be happy to have you. We'll pencil you in and, 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 yeah, it's nothing but uh, nothing but love on our end. So we we appreciate your support, Jeremy, and uh, thank you so much for jumping on. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. But yeah, I, I guess uh, we we're definitely interested. Every time we have somebody on, we're interested in their origin story per se, and how they got into watches, how they got into this crazy hobby. So, how did it all start for you? I blame my dad. I mean, my dad was a huge you know watch person, and okay. I grew up I grew up just watching him where his watches he had uh you know impeccable collection he had rolex cartier um he had rado he had just a bunch of everything and you know as a kid you know 
to some people, Rolex is like this expensive brand or, which it is, you know, I'm not going to say it's not, but, you know, to a lot of people, Rolex means status or Rolex means, you know, complete, you know, out of the ordinary prices. I always saw Rolex as just the watch my dad wore, you know what I mean? It was always a meaningful brand. So, you know, when, when growing up, I, I would stare at him wearing his Submariner, the gold yacht master, and I used to always tease him. I used to just tease him like, you know, I haven't seen you wear that watch in a little while. Can I have it? You just joke around. You know? mm-hmm. Right. And and he he would just joke around back, say, you can't wear this watch, you know. And he's like, how about you finish school and then maybe you could wear it? And I said, okay. So I finished, you know, I finished mm-hmm. two-year college and joked around said, hey, I finished school. Can I have it now? And he's like, get a job. And then maybe. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, so no, he said like little... finish school. What the heck? <laughs> so then I got my first job, but it was funny. My first job was being a waiter. I was like, hey, dad, I got my first job. And he's like, yeah, no, nah. you know, you got to, you got to, you got to show me something different. So, you know, my first job was in sales at Nordstrom, wearing a full suit, selling mm. shoes, high end luxury shoes. And right. that's all. I'm wearing a suit every day, dad. This is, you know, a job I'm going to keep saving up money to my next step. And then he goes, you know what? That's cool. You could wear it. So he, he let me wear the, the gold yacht master and the Submariner. And from there on out, he was like, you know what this is yours? And he gave me the, the yacht master. Cool. Uh, from there on out, it was just this, that was my original grail piece. You know, that was the grail piece, the, you know, solid gold, white face, onyx, onyx, you know, onyx uh, indices. And, um, that started my like real true watch fever. I mean, I had other watches that he had given me. Like a, I had a, remember those old uh, Diastar Rados, the ceramics? Oh, those are awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I had yeah. one of those. Um, and then, you know, just from there on out, I, I, I collected watches a little bit here and there. And that's just what got my fever going. So what got, do you know the origin story of your dad? What got him into watch collecting? So it's, it's really fun. I think it's to them, it was more like a symbol, a symbolism of hard work. You know, a lot of Filipinos, um, if you've ever met Filipinos, a lot of the parents, they all wear Rolexes. I mean, it's almost like a symbol of I made it kind of really hard work. Mm. A lot of Filipino friends I have, their father has a Rolex, you know, my, you know, it's in, in America, they, they are successful. They wear a Rolex. It's, it's crazy. And, um, that's, you know, that's, I guess that's what got him into it. He really liked the brand. He really liked the, the you know, obviously just the the style of it. So that was his real big thing. The one watch he still wears today is the um, old school vintage Cartier uh, Santos. Like the real small square two-tone mm-hmm. with the screws on it. That's he cool. still wears yeah. that. Yeah. But yeah. Um, that's what got him into it. And then I blame him for now me wanting to just keep getting watches for the rest of my life. It's just a thing. Right that's on. Funny. Does your dad still own the subby or? So the funny thing with that is that's a, that's my like one true regret. And I'll even put that on air. So it's fine. Uh, he gave me both the subby and the yacht master. And, um, you know, a couple of years ago, what I, what I really needed to do is there was a time where um, I was struggling with work and, and um, you know, he, he understood what was going on. And he's like, you know what? You know, these watches, they, they play a role in our lives. We, we use them, we wear them, you know, they symbolize hard work. If you need to sell one of them to get by for a couple months, I don't care. And he, you know, we agreed on it. So that was one watch. Mm. That was my one biggest regret of selling a subby, but right. the, the Yacht Master's never leaving the collection for sure. 
That's crazy, no, that's man. Right. Can you imagine how much money that sub would be worth oh, yeah. now? I mean, I mean right I, now. I, I think about that all the time, you know. But was that years ago that you sold it or oh it was it was years ago. I mean it was years ago. But I always say like they, they serve a purpose, they serve a memory. Of course, of you course. Always, and you could always get it back. Might be that's more. Right yeah. yeah. <laughs> Did you so so is it fair to say that you sold it for less than five thousand dollars? No, no. Oh, I, it, okay. it was it was uh, it was it was it was it was more i can't i i remember it being more than that but i don't i remember the exact same price yeah because now they're mm-hmm. going if i remember correctly secondary they're like in the nine thousand dollar range almost like eight nine thousand yeah, yeah. or something it was it was it was definitely less than eight but more than five yeah that's mm-hmm. crazy that's wow. cool right to 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 be able i mean i know you regret it but isn't it cool to to know that a watch of that caliber could definitely get you through some struggles and just basically mm-hmm. sell it and be like, now I could feed my family. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. mean, it, obviously it was, it was a discussion first, you know what I mean? It was more like, Hey dad, look, we're going through a hard time right now. Right. So, you know, so, you know, and he said it, they serve a purpose. Right. You know? Yeah. Well, so, um, I know you said the yacht master was at time a grill watch. If you could pick any other grill watch, what would it be? Sure. So, uh, I'm wearing one right now. The Pam 422 was my my second grill watch. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, and and how that happened was I would wear my you know yacht master to work, and um, you know I'm I'm seeing people's watches walking to Nordstrom. Everyone's got money, and the 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 crown protector guard on the on the Panerai just right. start peeking out of someone's dress cuff, and mm. right there. I mean, from there I started doing all my research on Panerai and. The brand itself and i wanted this pam 422 for since then since back then um and then if i was to choose other ones um the other two like it's i love the sky dweller that's a great okay. okay and the uh, vacheron constantin uh historique uh, mm. 21 mm. that one that's cool. that one, the, the cushion case yeah on that one oh that's a, that's a grill piece for me so would it be fair to say that in order to get that grill piece, let's use the Vacheron because it's an expensive watch. That's like 30-ton. Um, yeah, it's crazy. Okay, so would you be willing to sell off your entire collection to get that one Vacheron? I thought about that, and no, I wouldn't. <laughs> it's a grill piece, but I'd rather work hard and hustle than to give up some of the things that, that created memories for me before, you know, before even getting the next grill piece like that. Right on. That's yeah. crazy. That's crazy. No, it's All like right. I always say, um, like t- like watches, they tell time and everything, but they also they capture time. They're like they're time capsules. So you can't really, you know, let it letting go of a, a, a grail piece to get another one. It's almost like you're losing a piece of the memory in your timeline. Mm. Interesting. Very interesting. Well, before we move forward, and I know we've got a ton of questions, <laughs> but I'm curious, and it's kind of become a thing now that we ask uh, people when they come on the show, but we, we know that you're married, obviously. Um, how does your wife feel about all this? Because, I mean, you're spending thousands of dollars, not, not, not hundreds, you're spending thousands of dollars with the heavy collection. Does she have anything to say about it? I mean, because it's not just your money, it's her money as well. So sure. how, do, how do you navigate through that? So what, what's crazy is, so I'll, I'll even... So what I have in my collection now, you got the Pam 422, the Yacht Master my father gave me. I have a Carrera, a Tecura Carrera, you know, a couple, couple heavy hitters. Um, and then she's actually a big reason for my collection regrowing 
you know, what's, mm. what's crazy about that. So during those financial hardship times, you know, it wasn't just the sub that I sold, you know, I sold the sub, I sold the Omega Seamaster, I sold uh, the Rado and a couple other pieces. And, you know, my, my collection thinned out. So just the Yacht Master, the Carrera, and, you know, a couple other smaller pieces. And, you know, one, my, my wife, uh, she surprised me with the Seiko Recraft. You guys ever see that? In my yeah, family? yeah. She surprised me with that one. That's like, you know, here's a new piece for your collection. And then, you know, a couple of years ago, she surprised me with the Save the Ocean Turtles from Seiko. Oh, that's, that one's awesome. Yeah. So those two pieces and, you know, it's, it's cool. It's like I have a, a collection that ranges from, you know, very affordable to, you know, crazy high pricing. And she she's completely supportive as long as we talk about the whole thing. You know what I mean? We talk, we discuss. Right. She's not, she doesn't get in the way of it. When I got the PAM 422 last November, it was almost like a, it was almost like a discussion we had. Cause I used to talk about Panerai for, for the beginning. We've been together for 13 years. I must've talked about the Panerai for the first like seven. <laughs> <laughs> wow. You know? And then, and then, uh, you know, I stopped talking about it. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to stop. Let me just stop doing it right now. And then, you know, for some reason I got the itch again, the beginning of last year and, we, we had this talk at the end of last year. It's like, you know what, babe, you deserve it. If, if you feel that, you know, you're good and I feel like we're good, just go, just go for it. And then cool. I, got, I got in November and now I'm buying her watches. So, so yeah, she's right two on. watches or, or she likes them. She now, I got her first real like Swiss made automatic Norcane. You guys, I, yeah. I did the unboxing. I ordered a Norcane Adventure Sport Lady. Yeah. And, Ten um, and two did a, had a video on it, right? 10 and 2 actually solidified that that would be her first watch. We watched the review together and um, they reviewed the white, the white dialed one. And yeah. that one, mm. the one I was like, you know what? I'm going to surprise her cool. with that. And I gave her that for her uh, congratulations on a new job she got recently. Cool. That's awesome, man. So let's talk King Watch because I know that wasn't on the list, but I want to talk about it because you guys are boys. Is it just because the, the Filipino collection or you actually know Junior? Or how, how did that come about? That came from watch communities strictly, which is crazy. I mean, you know, we started engaging each other's, um, you know, pictures and positive vibes from the captions and just the motivation aspect of what we both share. Okay. And I reached out to him just to tell him how proud I am of, of someone who just followed their dreams, started a brand, created a watch, and, and we've just been in touch ever since then. You know, and now we just support each other. And I, the reason why I also came up to reaching out to him, too, was, you know, part of me wants to develop a watch eventually in the future. I don't know when that will ever happen, but I have these ideas of a certain brand that will symbolize watch community and being together, mm. as a, you know, something to symbolize everyone coming together. So, I, you know, I asked him about, you know, what does it take to start a brand? And we had, a, you know, a couple of questions and answers about that. And from there on out, we just stay in touch, which is really cool. Yeah, that's awesome. And I know you own the Legacy Diver black dial yes. with the with the yellow accents. What do you what do you think about that watch? I'm, I'm holding it right here. I'm, I'm yeah, looking at it. You're holding the black one? No, the blue one. The blue one, yeah. the blue one. Yeah, I got the black one right here. I okay. I love it. I mean, I gotta be honest. Um it's such a solid piece, especially for the price, you know? Oh yeah. 
Absolutely. Um, I wear it a lot. It's actually, you know, when I first got it, I, I didn't wear Pam, the Pam, I call her Pam, by the way. It's fine. You know, that. <laughs> oh, <it's> fine. <laughs> <laughs> everyone knows I call her Pam and it's the only, only other Pam I'm allowed to have in my life other than my wife. She's yeah, right. a female, <laughs> um, but like, yeah, I put this on and for like four or five days straight, I just kept it on just even just, I rode my bike with it. I went to the, I went to the store with it. I, I, I went out and did some yard work with it. It was just, you could, you could put this on and just feel good about it being a solid piece. Mm. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And I know I'm probably letting a little bit out of the bag here, the cat out of the bag, as they say, but I, I don't think it's a secret, but uh, yeah. our, our friend junior is putting out a new iteration of the watch and he's going to oh. do a Kickstarter campaign. And it's crazy because this is a 42 millimeter watch and he's bringing it down to 40 and he's going to introduce it with an NH35 yeah. date window instead of the 430, mm-hmm. which I never was a fan of. And I told him it's going to the six o'clock um, and the entire bezel is going to be loom now, which is super exciting um so yeah i mean i I can't wait for the new uh iteration to come out because i mean this is an incredible watch but he needed to tweak it a little bit more you know this the miota on this i'm not a fan of the miota so he listened and that's i guess that's the cool thing about a micro brand that they listen to their audience you know and something like rolex like they'll never care right i mean yeah i don't know (laughs) I, I do like the updates. I mean, the 40 is going to hit a whole different market. So many people are so sensitive to that one millimeter to two millimeter difference. You mm-hmm. know, that, as you guys know, yeah. and, um, that 40 millimeter is almost like a sweet spot to many. So it's, it's like, it's going to be true every day, like a true everyday watch. Um, that Seiko NH35 is definitely, definitely an upgrade. I mean, you know, I've never owned any pieces with the Myota, um, you know, movement, but I, I do see where you're coming from in certain things when it comes to the, I, the jumping hand is kind of weird to me. Like, as I'm looking at it, you know, I'm, I'm looking at it, I'm like, ah, oh, it was weird, but it still keeps the perfect time. So it was, <laughs> yeah. You know, mm-hmm. Well, for me, yeah. it's, it's two things the jumping, you know, hand, it was kind of weird for me too. Cause I've never owned a Miyota in my, in my collection <laughs> either. And then another weird thing is the rotor man is so What's loud. What the heck? It's not a bad. It's not a bad movement. It's just you know you you get used to certain things. So this is this is definitely a, a great watch for the price because I think it's less than three hundred bucks. The one that he has right now. So it it's is. definitely definitely a good price. And the captivating thing about this watch to me, the most captivating thing is the dial man. Those, yeah. those horizontal lines on the dial and the texture that he uses it's super super cool you know and the finishing on it obviously it's not all polished there's a mixture of polish and and, and brushing it on creates this a dynamic so, to it. it creates a dynamic to the watch you oh know? yeah for sure and it's a, it's a solid piece junior junior did a did a good thing and i've i've owned uh the evolution so i had the evolution before this which is the the quartz version and and to be honest with you this is a huge upgrade i mean he's he's definitely listening to the community and uh that's important. and that's important What's right so, oh yeah hell yeah, yeah. you know what this piece did to me too like i don't i don't i mean look i have a gold yacht master and everything else i have is is pretty much leather strap consider you know if i don't swap out the tag hero with the stainless steel bracelet the carrera but like what this piece did for me was it it filled my my void of wanting an all stainless steel everyday 
reliable piece. Mm. Um, and I didn't, you know, I'm not going to like, you know, like what's funny is like you, you want, everyone wants to buy that expensive Submariner or diver watch or something else, but to have a sub 300 piece to feel almost just as good in, 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 in weight and, and solidness, right. it, it fills that void easy. Yeah. And know that you could beat it up and you're not going to cry about it. You know, cause you're like, I didn't, I didn't right. spend a fortune on this, but it looks good. And I, I get a chance to, to spend money on it. I mean, to, to wear it and not, not worry about it. So yeah, no, yeah. for sure. And I like the blue one, man. That blue one's nice. Yeah. They're both nice. Uh, yeah. I wanted the blue. My wife was like, but I got you the blue sa- uh, save the ocean turtle. What about that? I'm like, okay, I'll get the black one. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What is your favorite brand besides rolex oh and, <laughs> and on top of that with that brand would you sing about it would i what about it sing <laughs> about it would you write a song and sing oh about it? sure uh so rolex yes uh, growing up rolex was and always will be one of my favorite brands right on top of that it would be the pan- panerai um mm. panerai was always the brand that like you know, Rolex, it it just was ingrained ingrained in mm. my my life from my father. You know what I mean? And then, you know, from just growing a watch love, Panerai was the brand that I wanted to get for myself. So the, right. the having the two in my collection, it's like Rolex. The Rolex I have symbolizes my parents' hard work. The Panerai symbolizes my hard work, and it just put okay. them together. And the fact that Panerai used Rolex movements in the past. Mm. Is a beautiful thing. So okay. So would you? Think, as, would you oh, I'm go sorry. Ahead. Go ahead. You go, uh, go, go. I was gonna say, as far as writing a song about it, I mean, I, I think I would. I mean, I wouldn't mind writing a song about, you know, these the love I have for these watches. Why not? Right, right, right. For sure. For sure. I guess people are probably wondering. That was a, a random question. Why would he write a song about it? But <laughs> I, I guess we before we move on, you wanna you wanna let us know about your music career or your music passion or whatever whatever you want to call it. Yeah, I don't you know I don't have a career in it. It was always a love. So there's a few things in my life I love. I love watches. I love photography. Love my wife, and I also love music. And you know, so the one thing I always thought I was gonna try and pursue was being a singer. Um, I used to just write um, my own lyrics. I used to produce my own music and I don't do that as much as I'd like to. Um, but it's something, you know, I, I would love to pursue if ever I, you know, gave it more time. Um, I released a song on iTunes. One of my goals in life mm. was to, just, to say, you know what, one day I'm going to release a song. And I, I produced, I wrote, um, I played all the instruments on my iPhone using GarageBand and I produced the whole song, mixed it up on my kitchen table, recorded it with my iPhone headphones and uh, and it came out pretty good. And I I put it on, you know, Spotify, Apple Music, uh, YouTube Music, Mm. and it's it's available. It's actually in my bio. If you click my link in the, in in IG, you could, you can, you can actually listen to my one single. That is very cool. And and you know what? We didn't even cover that. What is your, your, I know P Ross said it, but do you mind, kind of telling us again what the ig handle is so people could go check it out yeah my, my ig hand, handle is time peace love but you got to spell peace like the peace sign yeah so it's right. and the reason why i picked that was you know my love for watches the you know at first it was the peace was you know when i stare at a watch when i think about watches it, it brings me at peace the movement the 
the the feel of it and the love was just for the love of it but then as as my ig has grown it's it's actually changing meaning for me time is important watches are amazing uh this whole community is it just brings peace to everybody you know everyone comes together and it's just this one peaceful group of people that love you know the same thing and the love portion of it is everybody in the watch community just shows each other so much love so i love the name i created even more now than i did when i first when i first created it right on yeah that, that that's honestly that's why i thought you created it because i was like time peace love like I, I i saw you as this figure this peaceful figure that that loves everybody respects everybody but uh but it's interesting that your the reason you picked it is so different you know but now it took on a, a whole new meaning a whole for you new meeting yeah mm-hmm. that's that's pretty cool well speaking of rolex obviously it's it's near and dear to <laughs> your heart uh what is your opinion on the new rolex releases I know there was this few models, but overall, I guess, what do you, what do you think? I'm, I'm feeling all of them. I got to be honest. I mean, you know, when I, when I, you know, you, you hear the media and the first thing people go, Oh, why is it one millimeter bigger or this and that? And those are, you know, I've never been a specs person. That's just, that's just who I've, I've never been a specs person when it comes to watches. I've been more of a, a feel and a visionary person where if I see it and the way it feels and the way, you know, that's, that's the kind of love I have for watches. I don't go down to the nitty gritty of size and you can't really judge until you wear it. And the things that I've heard when people put on a 41 millimeter versus the 40, they're saying it's Mm. a lot more comfortable because of all the other different, you know, different kind of tweaks to it. And I personally like all the colors they're bringing to it. It's, it's fun. It's lively. And that's just how I've, I see all the colors and I'm loving the vintage yellow that they brought out. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's talking about the OP. So, w- would you be down to getting an OP, oh, Easter Perpetual, or would that be something I, I mean, you? Yeah, if I if I was able, why not? You know, I, <laughs> I, I, I <laughs> to be honest, um, I I would I wouldn't mind adding one of those to my to the collection. I I like the colors of quite a few of them too. So, just it's it's a nice everyday size watch. You know, yeah, right. Changing it up to what I have. How I do you guys, the, how do you guys feel? Yeah, no, uh, we... uh, <laughs> mixed feelings. <laughs> you know, uh, the, I don't really see the difference, but then I do see the difference. I read the difference and don't see the difference, but I mean, it's all right. They all right. You know what I'm saying? The only thing I can agree is the uh, the dial colors. You know what I'm saying? Are different. Fun. You know what Fun. I mean? Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And, and so. I and I see what you mean by saying that. Like you don't. It's like well, you don't really see the difference. I mean, me. Like I don't own a sub. I don't have. Right. You know, I don't have one right now. So and I don't. I don't buy them on the regular. I'm not on a waiting list for any of them. Right. And and to hear a release about you know one millimeter or this type of that. Like I I just be happy right. to have a sub. I'd you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, you know, some people have said that they are very comfortable, but. Uh, I wouldn't know. So, <laughs> I think my biggest issue with the new sub, I love the way the the, the slimmer lugs look. Obviously, it doesn't have that maxi case anymore. But the they the way they were able to do that is by making the strap wider, of course. But now that's the problem that I have because now it went from twenty millimeters, which is perfect because there's so many straps on the market to 21 millimeters so it's a little odd yeah, it's odd it, it's like i mean i know there's companies that sell 21 millimeter straps and i'm pretty sure there's going to be a bunch of luxury brands coming out with specific rolex specific straps but like apple though they want to make something that's not easily upgradable you know apple comes up mm-hmm. with 
certain charging, you know. Right, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Same thing, right? Same thing, man. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, for sure. But overall, I mean, my my take on the on the new Rolex uh releases is they're okay. But but then I see a company like Omega come out with the Snoopy and it's like, now that's new. That's yeah, yeah. different. Right. Yeah, that's cool. Different. Yeah. It, it's mm-hmm. like Rolex doesn't even try. It's like they know they got everybody eating from the palm of their hand. It's like we can make the stupidest change, even seriously, even like change a reference number, not do anything to the watch, and people will still go nuts over it because right. people are just ridiculous like that. You know what I mean? So yeah. no, I completely agree on, on that too. Not not groundbreaking changes. I mean, if you were to go out. And you walk by one guy with the uh, older sub, and then you walk by the next guy with the next sub. You're not gonna know. I mean, you gotta, you no. gotta be a Rolex. You gotta be a Rolex owner to know, um, or you gotta be at a watch meet, like a get together, and and now have all your Rolexes on the table and now right. you're, you know next to each other. Right, right, absolutely. Well, but then again, I, I I respect Rolex on the other spectrum because. They created something so iconic with like the Rolex uh, Samariner, right? Sure. Every other company Absolutely. copies that that watch. Everybody wants Absolutely. to be the Samariner. So for them to say, how do we go 50 plus years changing the look and changing the specs, yet letting it have the DNA of the original sub? You know what I mean? So I respect them mm-hmm. for for doing that. I mean, that, that's definitely very difficult, especially in a 50 plus year uh, time span. I would imagine that's very difficult to do. You know what I mean? So like, look at the, let's use an example, iconic watch, Omega Seamaster. The vintage Seamasters look very different than the new Seamasters. They, they Mm -hmm. maybe share a little DNA, but it, it looks different. But if, if you take a, 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 a sub from back in the day and the new one and you, and you tell somebody that doesn't know watch, it's like, Hey, is this the same watch? They'll be like, yeah, it looks, it looks the same. Maybe this looks a little different, but it's the same crap. Yeah, it's, right. it, there's a little patina on this one. There's a little bit more of a curvier edge to this one, but not a lot. I mean, I, right. I hold a 1991 Yachtmaster, and it's really not that different than the newer Yachtmasters. Right. Yeah. They don't, you know, they don't, they only do fine, like little tiny fine tweaks, but nothing where, like you said, a, a vintage Seamaster versus right. these days, completely different. Right. Well, I, I guess it's for the wearer to see, you know, the Rolex wearer to see. Yeah. So, you know. Yeah. I, I, I can I know. respect that. I know the main difference like with Rolexes and I've heard this a lot. So the, the Rolexes from the seventies and maybe even older and even the eighties, like the bracelet on them, the stainless, like the sub felt super cheap, right? People were like, man, these things feel like cheap. They don't feel good. But obviously the new Rolexes, I've heard amazing things about everything, you know, like the finishing, the feel. I mean, so they definitely come a long way, but for them to be worth what they're worth, maybe not. You know, it's it's like if I have right. that kind of money, I'd rather go the pre-owned route and get something maybe from the Holy Trinity. You know what I mean? And just that's just my opinion. Like Vacheron doesn't get a lot of love. And I think their pieces are amazing. You know, mm-hmm. uh, I, I love the the overseas. Like, I, I think oh, it's just yeah. yeah incredible, especially with the straps they give you. It's like, I know you can't go and just buy straps, but the fact that Vacheron themselves give you different straps to go with your watch, that's all they need. I mean, it's, and, and you get so much respect from the community, you know what I mean? So. Yeah. And I completely agree with you. Like if I, if, if like, let's say tomorrow I had just 10 grand sitting there, I, it would be tough for me to just go and buy a Submariner. I would really consider 
yeah. some of the other some of the other pieces out there that I've really liked instead. Yeah, ten thousand dollars goes a long way, man. I, I, Hell yeah, dude. Grand Seiko has so much to offer, and I, I don't know oh. how you feel about Grand Seiko, but oh, Grand Seiko. Uh, I mean, that's another brand that I I would love to add to the collection in terms of you know it being. Like just the dials that they create with Grand Seiko, it's phenomenal. I mean, just razor sharp hands, the the detail, like a lot of their dials, I mean, they don't look the same in every picture because at every angle. Right. Some different. I love the snowflake. I like the one that um I I just love all of them actually. Yeah, the seasons collection, I don't know if you saw them, the four color uh differences of the seasons collection just amazing amazing things and then they come out with a watch like the Godzilla right it's like it's crazy and everything but it's incredible oh you you didn't like the Godzilla did you I didn't but but it's incredible what I, they did I mean the the dial is just crazy I mean yeah I appreciate the dials like Grand Seiko just just nobody comes close comes close to Grand Seiko uh within that price range you know what I mean and a lot of people <laughs> hate on the spring drive movement you know oh that's not that's not a real that's not a real movement it's a quartz watch it's like just shut yeah, up yeah like, right no no the the swiss wish they could do that then then they didn't you know it's like mm-hmm. it's 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 incredible what seiko was able to to do you know and and um i forget the name of this podcast but there's a podcast that got recommended by hodinki they had a guy and um uh, I'll see how I could put the information maybe in one of my posts, but basically long story short, the very first episode of that podcast, they went into the story of Seiko and mm-hmm. the, and the Seiko factory and everybody knows, you know, how at one point there was some rivalry between Seiko within Seiko with King Seiko and Grand Seiko. But the whole thing started really because back in the day, Seiko was doing so poorly as far as uh, their economics. So Japan basically said, hey, guys, we need to come up with some really good product that we can sell worldwide to start bringing in some more money to to Japan. So Seiko basically signed up and said, hey, we'll do it. You know, we'll we'll Mm -hmm. go into this. So they started they submitted some of their watches and they were terrible, like terrible back 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 when they started they were terrible they failed some of them when they were testing them they actually broke so they made it their mission to make better watches and better watches and better watches and that's why they had uh sua and and Daini or I, I i'm sorry if i'm butchering that but basically it's two subdivisions of seiko and mm-hmm. one of the divisions was people that actually lived on one side of of japan and the other ones were in a different side of japan so you had two different classes if you will of japanese people that had very different thought processes so anyways mm. very interesting podcast it's like 40 minute song if you're a seiko lover you're gonna love seiko even more to see what they did and how they beat the the swiss at their own game especially when they went to switzerland and and showed their watches and to be quite frank the only reason they stopped doing all the trials with with the uh, with the watches was because cord technology got developed and at that point, Mechanical was no longer competing with Mechanical. They introduced some quartz pieces in the Swiss. Uh, this is not fair. So we're going to end these these uh, games or whatever you will. But anyways, very interesting story. And if you go into the details of Grand Seiko, how it came about in the spring drive movement, it's incredible. It's like they made it a point to to prove to the world that they could do a better job. You know, so, in- incredible. 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 Right. Incredible job. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So. so Last question um, for our yeah. friend. A controversial one at that. Very, very controversial. We want your honest opinion. 
<laughs> How do you feel about homage watches? I have nothing against them. I mean, to be honest, I I don't I don't have a lot. I mean, when I when I when I when I was getting married, one of the watches that I got for all of my groomsmen was a Invicta, and we're not going to judge Invicta because at the end of the day, it's still a watch brand. But, hey, hey, Invicta, right? they cold blooded. Invicta cold. <laughs> what's cool about them is like, I mean, I if 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 I was in another world and I had an unlimited amount of money, I would have got all my groomsmen Panerai to match with me. You know what I mean? Right. And I, I couldn't. So I, I got everybody matching Invictus that was inspired by Panerai. And um, everyone loved it. It was like a great memory. Everyone shared that day together. Group shot with the wrists. Cool. Um, but I like I like homages that, you know, aren't too much of a copy copycat, if you know what I mean. Like, right, I have right. respect for, because there's a lot of watch collectors out there that have a, an amazing collection of just all homage watches and i can't knock them mm-hmm. because they're all beautiful somehow shape right. form. there's a huge difference between a homage and complete replica you know well right. i think so. okay so i think you hit on a really good point there's there's something to be said for something called homage and something to be said for something called a replica and i'm not yeah. talking replica like replica with the with the logo and everything but if you take a lot of these chinese watches and you compare them to the real thing there is no difference the only difference is the branding and you're like name one name one oh man i mean come on pagani design i mean there you go pagani <laughs> design is to these i mean the list goes on you know and it's like that there is no difference like to me an homage watch should pay homage to something else but bring its own elements to the table so that way it could be kind of more respected and like oh i could see i could see where you took inspiration from right can't look like but it's it. not the exactly. exact same right. thing so yeah. and, and i know a lot of people like honestly if you go to youtube there's some channels that just specialize kind of in that you know and and i can't knock them for that obviously that a lot of my my friends and i know them and they're good people that's just what their inkling is towards you know and that's mm-hmm. what they like yeah. like david schwartz we had him on the show amazing <laughs> youtube channel and that's what he mm-hmm. likes like the the guy owns some other pieces that are not homage and he loves them and he loves everything equally but he's just really attracted to homage pieces that look exactly the same as something else and yeah, it's very good, controversial but a good example is um like i have a marinez marinez um samui it's brass and okay. it mm-hmm. you, you guys ever heard of that of that micro brand uh no, no. no but i'm sure i've seen it on your page because i was browsing yeah, your page it's, so. it's, it's, it's right. a brass piece but what's funny is i got it i mean the the case design won me over it was brass i always wanted at least one piece that can develop patina you know i always found that to be interesting mm. and i bought it during the pandemic so i called it my my covid purchase you know my pandemic right right to remember this crazy time and and you know i bought it i post it and everyone the first comments is you know now you need a doxa because it's completely inspired by Doxa, the case, right. the but it doesn't look like a Doxa. I mean, it's it's not not at all. I'm looking know, at it. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't look exactly like a Doxa, but um, you know, that's the thing. Like, there's 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 a couple other brands where if I looked at it, I'm like, oh, that guy got a Panerai Bronzo, but then I like, zoom in, it's like that's not a Panerai Bronzo. That's a looks mm. exactly like the Panerai Bronzo. Though. Right. You know, that's a little too far, I think. 
Sounds good. So, so what is your, I guess, what is your opinion? Um, what is, let me ask you this. So what is the difference between an homage watch and a replica watch in your opinion? Is there a difference? Just the branding on the dial? Like what what, what do you, in your opinion, what do you think the difference is? Homage to me is things that take some of the DNA some of the DNA of something inspired. So you could even take a lot of these people who like Submariner created homage goodness in the world, like everywhere, you know, it's just an iconic diver piece. Um, but if you take the case design some of the elements of, you know, what the bezel looks like, that's respectable. I think that's like, to me, like that's, that's an homage watch is taking some DNA, but if you're a brand who is, is passionate about watchmaking and creating something different you take some of the dna that's in a iconic piece and you bring it in there because you were inspired by it but then put your own real twist to it that's kind of that's my definition of an homage piece right it's kind of like good music i mean all good music comes from something else too you're never going to hear a song that you've never heard a piece of another song in it before right it's not like you're everyone's copying each other but it was inspired by someone else you're right. Yeah, no, I, and, and and I think I'm not a mu- big music guy like P is, but but yeah, I, I hear what you're saying. I hear a, a song and there's something about it. I'm like, it's something so familiar about that song and I don't know what it is, but you're right because maybe they take the little... Oh, you're a music fan. You're just not telling people you just got done listening to Rick Ross. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. oh, man. All right, all right. Well, this has been fun uh, talking about watches, but let's Let's talk other things. Let's just get to know the 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 Jeremy and 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 kind of more on a on a different level. So yeah, this part of the show we we talk other things. So whether it's uh, food, music, books, whatever whatever you want to talk about, this is your time. This is your platform. This is you. This is all you, man. So so yeah. Jeremy, take it away. What are you? Other things. What do you got? I just want. I mean, a big thank you to having me. I mean, I I I never been interviewed before, and you know. I'm just a normal guy who started a watch page just because I didn't want to flood my personal page with, with watches. watches. Right, right. <laughs> you know, I got my, I got my Panerai and the first thing I wanted to do was post pictures. And I used to do that back in, you know, back, you know, Rolex cigar shots, whatever it may be. But, you know, being really proud of my Panerai, I followed a lot of people in my search for picking the right one. And I told my wife, well, you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to start my own watch page. And she's like, really? I'm like, is that a thing? I'm like, yeah, it's a thing. thing? (laughs) So I posted one picture and then led to another picture. And then it's crazy. Less than a year later, I'm I'm almost hitting 6,000 followers. And I I have this amazing community to thank for it. And what it's done is, you know, I love photography and I never pursued it. So this was like an amazing way to combine photography and watches. And then, you know, I love music. And I didn't pursue that. And I, I even started thinking about creating posts where, you know, new music I create, I could do snippets of it with like the watch in the front and the music in the background, you know, so it's little things like that. And, um, you know, just growing this much, this community, it, it's, I think this, this, this whole thing that you guys are doing and what we're doing all together is kind of like a really important thing to bring uh, vibes, positivity, and just bring like-minded people together. So I just, yeah, I wanted to thank you guys for that. Oh, thank you for no coming on. Thank and, you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and other things too. I mean, yeah, like you guys know, like if you see my post, big foodie. So obviously food's like number one in my life. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, I'm pretty sure everyone can relate to that. And, 
you know, as far as music, I mean, you know, I'm really, it's funny that you found, you know, you found the, the snippet in my page and, <laughs> and, and brought it up. It's, it's a passion of mine that I, I have always talked about just really bringing back and working on again. I haven't touched, you know, producing anything new in, in quite some time. And it's something I should do. You know, it's like a nice escape and a nice thing to share with people. Yeah, for sure. Cool. When was the last time you, you sang? Uh, the last time I legit sang was, you know, a couple, like we, when the pandemic happened, we were just doing karaoke nights here, you know, mm. at home. And that's kind of like a great way to practice anything um, in terms of singing. Uh, but in terms of singing, singing, I've never performed in front of people or done any of that. It's it's always just been a love of mine, um, and just coming out with that song was a was a was a cool achievement. That's very cool, and and like you said, people could go find that song on your page. So there is a link on Jeremy's page. So yeah, go go definitely check it out. Uh, you got some nice pipes, check yeah. <laughs> nice falsetto there. So I, I was very impressed. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And um, yeah, I mean, I mean, there's nothing really much more. I mean, I don't, if, if there's anything else, questions-wise, I can't really think of anything to bring up at the given moment. Just, I'm just grateful that you guys even asked me to come on. And if you guys always provide good vibes, and you know, love your work, love what you guys are doing. Uh, thank you. Appreciate we it. Try. Now, we now try. your your wife is going to be. She she was she was kind of blown away or taken away that people would be into ig posts she's gonna be like wait 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 so there's a watch podcast what yeah. how can you talk about watches without actually seeing the watches like yeah it's a thing right. <laughs> yeah i told her i was getting interviewed and she's like that's really cool and you know what's really amazing is just her support through all this thing she's that's she's cool. a big visionary like i am on the things that i want to do that are just presenting themselves to me by having this page i i i thought i was just going to be taking pictures then it turned into um you know, strap brands reaching out to me. And then it turned into, you know, let's collaborate. Then it turned into, hey, can you promote my thing? And and now I'm I'm thinking of so many different things to do in this community just from the positive vibes I'm getting from everyone. You know, it's 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 helped a lot during this pandemic. It's added crazy positivity to my life. I mean like I wake up every day already happy knowing that there's gonna be some vibes with comments, beautiful pictures you know, a DM from someone saying, thank you for the message you wrote. Like I get that a lot, which is really cool. You know, it's amazing. It's crazy. Yeah. I guess for anybody listening, that's just getting into watch collecting or this watch community. That's one thing I could attest to. Right. So for a long time, it took me forever to get to a thousand subscribers to on my YouTube channel. And even then, I mean, I'm, I'm struggling, you know, whatever with subscribers and followers and all that. But one thing that I've learn around uh, along the way is that people are so supportive and you become friends with a lot of these people you know and it's it's yeah. super cool i mean look at p and i we we didn't know each other and it all came because of the watches and now we don't oh, yeah. talk watches all the time we talk life and and watches is just a part of that yeah. and now we yeah. have jeremy and we have junior and we have omar right. and we have so many other people i don't want to leave anybody out but we we've created this whole community and it's it's awesome you know we want to continue to expand and and get to know more people and, and whatnot but with that said we need to help my boy p ross grow his at least his ig uh account i can't believe anybody listening yeah. come on he <laughs> yeah uh-huh. i'm serious i'm serious He's he's been struggling man like we 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 wanna we wanna get him to at least a thousand and he's yo, what five hundred five fifty three five fifty three what oh, oh, I'm, oh, oh I'm at five fifty three so you're so you're at five fifty three really five hundred and fifteen posts 
515 posts and he's wow. only at 553. What the heck is wow. going on, people? So it's bringing tears to my eyes. <laughs> It's it's crazy. I blame the the uh, algorithm. All right. Yeah, and you know what? I uh, to this day I can't I can't put my finger on it in terms of what's happening. I mean, I, it's November eighteenth will be my one year anniversary having that page. That's crazy. You know? And just a hit, you know, almost six thousand already. And my goal is to hit ten. And it's not even a it's not even a follower thing. The reason why I want ten thousand is the ability to swipe up. You know, I want to do, <laughs> right. the, the reason why is like, I want to do the people that like love what I promote. Like I promote a strap or I promote a bead bracelet. You know, I have a couple mm. of affiliations already. I want to do them justice in a better way than, hey, you know, visit my bio, click the link in my bio, click the link. I, I, I hear you. Right. Yeah. I, I hear you. you. I hear you. Like it's a, it's a, it's a beautiful thing. It's unexpected. And um, yeah, we well, let's 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 all grow together. Let's keep growing. All right. Well, with that yeah. said, uh, with that said, P. Ross, uh, we we need to support you, man. I you know I support you and everybody supports you. But uh, anyways, P. Ross, other things, what you got? I I have three things, and I'm gonna go through them right quick. The first one is uh, food. TGI Fridays. I tried something different. Okay. Oh, food. Yes. I tried the Cajun shrimp and chicken. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Oh my God. You talk about bomb. It was the bomb. If you ever go to Friday's, check out the Cajun shrimp and chicken. I think I might it have to get that, that this week. It, it, it was all that. It was all that. Um, second thing is uh we went out of town again. And where we went, Gallenberg, Tennessee, is like so peaceful. So so what I'm not used to, you know what I mean? That's what made it so awesome. You know, um, uh, what was the third thing? Oh, the new Prince release came out last week. Um, it's sign of the time, super deluxe. Uh, I was able to get the CD version, which has eight CDs and one DVD. And I was able to get the vinyl version, which has 13 records and one DVD. Wow. You know what I mean? So a lot of it's vault material from his vault, whatever. But I finally got through it all, including the DVD, and it is the bomb. So you and the music, Jeremy, check that out. I'm definitely going to check that out. You know what I'm saying? Thanks for sharing so, that. Yeah. Thanks for sharing music and food. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, speaking of food, uh, for me, my family and I really haven't gone out much. We've been pretty strict with this whole COVID thing. And we've gone food from, you know, Panera and whatever, but we always bring it back home. And sometimes I think we ate in the car maybe once, but uh, yesterday we actually got something from, I don't know if you guys have this over there, Wood Ranch. I don't know Wood Ranch, but basically it's like... uh, it's really good, like barbecue food, you know, and we, mm. we used to love going there and you get these, you know, you sit down and they give you these, this bread with like butter and, and all kinds of things. And it's delicious, right? It's very fattening, but uh, whatever. We're not, we're not talking calories here, but yeah, we went out yeah. yesterday, right? You're like <laughs> not calories, whatever calories. Who cares about <laughs> <Right>. calories? <laughs> yeah. If I cholesterol, you, you, you can fine. burn, burn those off. Some cholesterol is good for the body. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it was, it was a good feeling, man. Like um, 
going out with the family. We didn't eat the, at the restaurant. We're still scared, you know, and we, we just, we have a toddler. So we're like, we, we need to, we need to take care of him. And, and I know this COVID thing hasn't really hit kids as hard as it hit. It's uh, older people. So we, we got all kinds of people in our, in our family, you know, older people and younger people and all that. But long story short, it felt good going out and actually getting a proper meal, even though we ate it in the car and it sucked right. or whatever. And then we went to a little place that we used to go to a lot where people, um, it's like a place where they sell food and they have live music and all that. Granted, there was no live music, but we did go there and it was cool, cool feeling to be there again. And they had a little pumpkin patch. So we had our son go through and, and actually get out. And you could tell that he was happy because he's been just locked mm. up for months and months and months. We didn't let him go out. And now he, we let him go out a little bit. He got candy from the store and it was just, it felt so good to be quote unquote normal, even though we're wearing our masks and being paranoid over right. things, but it was, it was, it was a good feeling like to say, wow, yeah. like you, you, you take it for granted. You know, this is a small thing going to the store or I don't know, eating at a restaurant. Like you take it for granted, you know, and this COVID thing I think has taught us all to oh, respect life more, you know, and appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Cause and isn't it weird just to go out and just to see people in masks? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it reminds me of a movie. I don't know which movie, but. It reminds me of a movie where everybody was wearing masks because of something floating around in the air, and yo, it's crazy. It's a, it's a, it's a crazy world, and it, just to, and you know, it's the new norm. You got to do it. It, 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 but it boggles my mind where, like, I go out to eat, and I've done it quite a few times already. I did it last night. I, I had a watch meetup last night, which is I, I met my friend uh, Ralph. His uh, IG is stuck on time, and he's been my friend since like January, February and watch fam. And he's been there for me for all these crazy things that I've been going through virtually. So we met up for the first time, but we both, we both left. Like you wear it, the mask to get there. You walk through the restaurant and you're wearing your mask. You, you get to where you got to sit, you take it off and then you eat and everyone's just no mask now that are sitting, but the bartender has to sit there and tolerate the mask the whole time. Right. It's almost like, it, it doesn't make any sense. Like, I mean, I, I get it. I'm out and my mask is off, but it's still, it still boggles my mind. Is that really okay still? You know? Right. Mm-hmm. Speaking so, of food, though, so last I, time I, at German bar and we had a butterfly pork, mm. like huge piece of pork with the mushroom gravy on top with some buttered potatoes. And my brother had the butterfly chicken with the cream mushroom sauce on top yeah, that sound good as hell. That, was, that was that was good food last night i must mm. say it's been that's good crazy walking. all right all right all right jeremy once again where can people find you so they could go support you yeah man uh time peace love which is time then p-e-a-c-e love on instagram sounds good any any yeah. plans in the future for a youtube channel or anything you just want to keep it ig I'm actually, you know, it's funny is I'm dipping my toes in little different, you know, parts of the water here. I, I have a YouTube channel already. I put my logo there. I have no videos up, no followers, but I just created it so that I could follow watch pages instead Us. of from my personal. <laughs> yep. No, I followed you. Awesome. Um, I, I, I started realizing why am I commenting with my personal page when I could comment from Timepiece Love instead and follow and create a feed of just watches from my watch page. Exactly. And I think I'm, I think I'm going to start creating like some good vibes, videos, unboxings on my, my YouTube channel. That's cool. awesome. Cool. Yeah. Cool. P, P, where can people find you? Uh, Ross Wristwatch Love everywhere. Facebook, YouTube, Instagram. Go follow him, please. 
we we need we need to get uh p more more followers more subscribers and obviously yeah. the bigger his page the more we could share more cool stuff with um with just watch people right so socal watcheries for me on youtube on instagram and relojando for all the spanish speakers on youtube uh it's been getting some traction so yeah you know we just we just want to spread the love in any language we can well at least me and just mm -hmm. the, 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 the the passion for watches so Anyway, it's been it's been fun, Jeremy. Thank you so much, man. We we appreciate you coming on. Thanks for having me, guys. I really appreciate it. It's Absolutely. Fun. Yeah, no. So uh, everybody listening, thank you so much, and stay humble. Mm -hmm.